Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture?
Welcome to the Child Offering Series. It's under our human rights category. You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is jaef.foundation. In this series, I interview Melissa Zacharias, the founder of Us Connected, which is an organization focused on solving this issue of child offerings using a unique approach that we shall unroll during the course of this interview. The mission or mantra of the Jesus and Everything Foundation is to solve the root of the problem. And Melissa's approach towards this problem of child orphans is just that. Orphans are often seen as a social sector issue only. But prevention of children becoming orphans is a legal, economic, education, infrastructure, and healthcare not to mention social awareness or sexual education issue. This problem is integrated into many other industries, environment, government, urbanization, healthcare, culture, and world peace. In this series, we'll cover a wide range of topics relating to the problem of child offerings, such as what is the main cause of child offerings? We'll look at an ideal vision or goal for us as a community, what are the solutions, obstacles? And Melissa will walk us through how we can approach this problem with a prevention and intervention approach. The objective of this series is to first bring awareness to a problem that most people do not have on their radar as a serious problem, perhaps because it's not a problem that majority of the population deals with, but actually this is a problem that cascades into our daily lives as it affects many areas of our day-to-day -day lives that we might not even be aware of. For instance, we could have child orphans as a result of infrastructure not being able to withstand natural hazards. Such a cause is directly related to government policy and regulation for infrastructure. Child orphans as a result of sex work is primarily linked to lack of employment. So awareness of this problem of child offerings is step one. The other objective is to equip all of us listeners on how we can get involved. Following this, we'll be figuring out how we can partner with Melissa Zacharias and her organization as connected because child offerings are a community issue as you will later on find out during this interview and this problem requires all hands on deck. So in case you're ready to help when you finish listening to this interview, you can contact us through our website, jf.foundation, that is J-A-E-F.foundation, and we'll put you in touch with Melissa. Thank you.
is my grief Judgment is coming soon Father, forgive They know not what they do Truly, my friend Paradise waits for you your son, she is your mother now, care for her needs, love my beloved one, don't cry for me, cry for the sin in you, this is my grief. episode 4 of the Child Often series. In this episode, I continue our discussion with our guest Melissa, who's the founder of Ask Connected, an organization focusing on solving the problem of child orphans. In this episode, we continue talking about the infrastructure that we can set up for NGOs to be more efficient. We need to support these organizations because they're working on problems that we've ignored, problems that often stain the snapshot of our generation. We hope this episode blesses your heart. Open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. Yeah. Yeah. I think different organizations approach this differently. So I know there's one uh, organization in Nigeria um, and they're associated with another organization in North America. And I'm totally blanking on names, but I can link them to you if you want. Um, But uh, I think it's called Mercy. Mercy's missions or something um, in Nigeria. And they, on their website, had a listing of um, like they needed a wall in order to, you know, um, they needed to put up a wall for protection for their, for the the orphans that they had. And um, they also supported parents. Um, they do amazing work. Um, and so they had an outline of what they needed, 
but um it wasn't it wasn't updated regularly because it's hard um it's hard to take the time when you don't even know like you your expertise is children and taking care of children and running an ngo it's not update updating a website um right like that takes a bit more learning and experience with that and so um i think it is it's hard because ngos are are look like we're looking for NGOs to step up and be a bit more business and give us a bit more um, structure in what their needs are so that we can mm. feel success. Cause it, it's the um, GoFundMe, um, even Compassion Canada for decades now has been saying, okay, 30 bucks a month is what a child needs in order to go to school, get food and, and get clothes. Um, and and I think it's Compassion Canada that also that thirty bucks supports the community as well. But that thirty bucks is a is a number that we can rely on. But we actually, you're right. We don't oftentimes see the impact. Um, and it and the relation. And I have I've had um, a, a kid that I I supported through Compassion Canada, and it was I it was a bit awkward. It was that like, what do I say to a seven year old who I've never met before? And, you know, I, I don't, I, I feel, you know, and so that relationship piece is a bit, it's not, it, for, in my experience, it wasn't supported. It wasn't, I didn't have, um, as somebody who was new to supporting somebody, I didn't have an awareness of what I was supposed to say to them, what the yeah. um, connection was supposed to be like. Um, mm. And, and so I think there was a disconnect of how my thirty dollars was was actually impacting her, um, and but I do see this I do see this slowly changing, um, but it is hard, particularly when you're talking about NGOs who aren't a registered. They don't have you know a full knowledge of of um, kind of what is required their background isn't business you know and this comes back to the interconnected pieces that um yeah there are pieces where um there are relationships that need to start to develop in order to support um addressing these issues on a global on a local and global scale yeah i'm just actually looking at the organization that you mentioned mercy they're called uh, Mercy. Yes, they are based in uh, Nigeria, mm. but also connected to, I think. Yeah, there is a name there. Um... But I'm I'm seeing. Uh, well, I actually uh, I like what they did here. Yeah, uh, and they have, uh, yeah, Mercy International Mission. But this is just called uh, the Mercy International Mission Fundraiser, and they have they, it's clearly stated on here that our goal this year is to raise sixty thousand mm. dollars. With your support and donations, we hope to accomplish the following in the year 2021-2022. Yeah, maintain our brick and mortar clinic and in-home services. Purchase a new mobile clinic van and medical equipment for the van. Continue making mobile clinic operations available in rural uh, in uh, rural villages. So, I mean that that already gives me an idea. Yeah. It just kind of yeah, it just helps me 
uh, to think and say, okay, so these people need $60,000. And uh, if, if, you know, if we can start to have this, you know, with all uh, orphanages, yeah. then it's almost like this database. Because mm. we, we, do, we do it for everything else. We do it for everything else. And I don't think, you know, with issues like this, if, if, if the tools if it's an issue of supply to like the equipment and the tools they need, mm. every organization out there that is working on hardware and whatever would be more than willing to, to back this up. Like I don't see an issue with uh, 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 Microsoft, Apple, or, you know, these companies uh, making available, um, you know, just donating like, devices to track these things you know what i mean like uh you know if they need a computer if they need a laptop if uh because these are issues they're, they're solving issues at the end of the day everyone at the core of their heart would love to see yeah be solved so but it's again it's going to come back to if these companies do not know what this orphanage needs you know this orphanage could just be and you know Based on what they're saying, I, I, you know, I'm looking at sixty thousand dollars. I'm saying, is there a way we can give you more? I know <laughs> because, because I'm looking at what they're doing and I'm saying, wow, you know, brick and mortar clinic and in-home services. So now, again, to me, that's still they're, they're doing better than a lot of other places in a sense of giving us a budget. Yeah. But now, but now I'm like, okay, what's the capacity? You know, we'll okay, brick and mortar clinic. You know. What's the capacity? You know, is there a way to increase their capacity so that they're able to do more? So then it's kind of like we start to get a little bit more technical. And as you're saying, a lot of these places, they don't have, you know, they don't have that support structure. But I think the the tech is there. And that's what technology helps us to do. The, 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 the people that can help train or whatever, they're there. I think we just need to have a network of these people where they are and start really giving them the tools that they need. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really love this organization and I've had friends who've worked, um, uh, who worked in this organization and who live here now and they, you know, they love the people that are leading that organization. And the other, I think, brilliant thing about this organization is that they don't do their, their donor connections. So they have an external organization that's hosted in Canada, um, that's, people can connect with and donate to them. And then the funding goes to, um, the organization itself. Um, and I think that that's really brilliant for a, a number of reasons. Um, one is that there, there's some connection locally to Canadians, um, and that, that there's a familiarity. So I, you know, I've never been there. I have friends who've gone there. So I have like trust in that organization, but that's another, that's another relationship piece. There's a lot of organizations that we love what they do, but we don't know them, know them. Um, and so, um, yeah, so having it being a little bit more local is, um, or the connection being a bit more local is, is helpful. Um, that you, how do you support them beyond 60,000? And I, and another piece that I like about this organization, I love this organization. Okay. 
they do the intervention and the prevention piece. So they do mm-hmm. go and they speak with women about sexual health. They, they support when they get pregnant um, and ensuring that, um, you know, they have enough food um, as well as, you know, taking in children who've become orphans. Um, again, it goes back to the root problem and the desire. It's so again, it's not the, it's not the same type of business model that a private sector would have as a private sector. You want to grow, you want to build, um, and you, you want to become bigger and have bigger impact in an NGO, uh, for an NGO model, it's, I want one day not want to have to exist. Um, and Mm. so really, again, going back to those root problems, um, and supporting communities to make healthy decisions about reproductive health, about um, when when a situation does come and both parents or one parent um, isn't able to take care of the child or or whatnot. Um, how you know what is it on a community level? How do they support that child? Because um, the more that we prevent, the less interventions are required. Um, the more that we yes. can, right and so. Um, so we really do want to come to a place where, uh, non-governmental organizations are no longer needed. Um, and, and, and I think that that's the, that's an important part to the interconnected piece. So it's not necessarily, I, I've thought about building an organization myself. I thought about, oh, I should start something. Um, and I had actually thought about this with a friend of mine and we started a charity together and the charity that we started was, um, making pieces of art or pieces of clothing and selling them at, uh, at a, at a profit. So we, we wouldn't just like cover our costs. We'd actually, you know, charge for a profit, but the profit we would make, would go to an existing organization. And so I thought about this, how do I redo this model? So, because, um, if the, if the part of it is, is part of it is funding and, and, sometimes funding and and getting donors is like pulling teeth. Um, How do I not just try to make another, you know, it'd be be like somebody trying to make another um, uh, productivity app. There's so many productivity apps out there. It's like- I'm so fed up of them. I just thought I'll add that here. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) but you have to, you have to make yourself- amazing in a productivity app or you have to click with a, an, an audience right it's tough it's really tough because there's so many out there but the and it's the same with the ngos ngos that are are have good hearts they're they're doing well they're already they've already made community connections why am i then making another organization to to be a part of the noise when really all I really want to do is support the work that's already been doing, that is already going on. Right. So how do I, how do I make those connections stronger? How do I get somebody connected, another organization uh, somewhere else uh, that's connected with Mercies so that they too can update their website and create a bit more structure for donors and, and, and connecting those ideas and those pieces together, I think is, um, 
is the empowering part. It's the, it's the empowering piece of education. Education is not just I'm able to access the labor market. Education is about empowerment so that I can have an impact on the world and I have the impact in the world because I can help make those connections. And so um, because I have the information to do so. Um, and we only are able to educate ourselves or other people by making connections. And so again, I'm harping on this connection piece, but I really do think that that uh, is the part that is going to solve this issue is connecting each to each other and to the ideas that we've already come up with. Because the baby box idea is a, I think is a brilliant idea, but how many people know about it? And these, the videos that you're- I, I, I didn't know about it. Right? I, like, yeah. But how, I'm just thinking like, how it, could that be replicated other places? Yeah. Is, it, is it appropriate to be replicated in other places? Because that brings in a cultural component. Um, is not all solutions that one you know organization has found is going to be applicable or in in uh, applied in the same way to various communities, various like it really goes down to um, again the root of the problems, but also the cultural context too. And so I do I, again I do think it has to do with uh, making connections, and I think that that is our greatest hope of solving this issue. Okay, that gives me a real uh, that gives me a lot of hope. And I, and I know for whoever is going to be listening to this, um, that that almost gives us a starting point. It's like, okay, we know the organizations are doing different things. Now, can we connect them mm. such that they can share ideas? And, and let's say someone else, like we're talking about this uh, baby box idea mm -hmm. um, and have that, you know, you know replicated in, 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 in other parts of the world. And just other ideas. And then also, can we support them with, you know, what other skills can we support them with? Mm. In, in the sense of like, you know, do we help them with the stuff that we're talking about in the sense of, okay, so you have a site, but, you know, let's talk about, you know, your expectations and and, and break it down. And so I, can, I see that you're saying, okay, I just don't want to add myself to the noise. Mm. Now I'm going to, you're almost coming in as a, like a signal filter, mm -hmm. like you, you, you're coming in to help filter out the noise and, and kind of like, so that people can clearly hear the signal. Mm. Is, is, is that what you'll say is, is your mission with this? Yeah, I, yes, yes. I would, I would say that, um, what I really, truly want is for people who are already doing amazing work to feel empowered by having the knowledge to answer the problems that they're facing. Um, and that how they understand those problems um, is changed by the information that they are connecting, by the information that they're given. And so, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely want to um, empower people uh, through information sharing and, and connecting as well. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> there is, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, uh, I think in this, uh, how long, how long has this been on? Uh, I, I'm just so stalked about, yeah. uh, I mean, when we started off, I was, I was thinking that my goodness, this is, you know, but again, as I said at the beginning of the show, the more I talk to you about it is uh, 
you just keep on shining more light in, in you know, on so many things that uh, I hadn't thought about before. And now I actually feel like it's solvable. Mm. Like we can do this. Yeah, I definitely, together, I definitely believe that we can. Okay, so I think there's so many things to talk about this and uh, we'll probably kind of find a point where we kind of um, maybe just g give us um, what, what is, I guess the hope of it, of, of the problem is that, okay, we've, we've, we've figured out that if we can connect these organizations and the people, we have a starting point mm -hmm. to kind of go after this problem. Mm -hmm. uh, just one last thing for someone who's listening right now. What would you tell to someone who's just just stumbles upon this and listens to it? How what can what would you tell them to kind of get them going? Like how can they start relating to this problem? What can they do right now? Hmm. Just leave us with that, because I I I know a lot of people who are probably listening to this are you know their hearts have been touched, but now it's like okay, what can I do in the meantime? Like, what? How would you tell them? What would you say to them? I would ask them to discover their place in the story to see how their passion, how their skills, how their skills and abilities all can be contributed to the story of resolving the issue of children becoming orphans, um, really envisioning themselves being a part of the solutions uh, and the connections. Um, and that's that's step number one is seeing how you as, a, as an individual are a part of the greater story. And then understanding the story and this goes back to the research piece um and but we're starting off at you know missing links and missing information but i think as the the more that we understand the story as it currently is right now the more we can understand where to go uh, and what the next steps are and how each person fits into that uh into those next steps so okay yeah mm. so understanding where they fit in the story with their skills, abilities, and passions, as well as understanding the story are those two pieces. Nice. So should we expect that, uh, hopefully the next time that we have you back on the show, yeah, <laughs> that, uh, you, you will have a place for us to kind of start getting involved. I really want people to start. Um, you know what? I, I think maybe, I'm just even thinking, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we, we can talk about this, uh, right. off air, but hmm. I think these, there's gotta be like a way in which people can, it's almost like a, a like a online kind of like volunteering place where people can say, okay, I've listened to the story. Now that's the other thing that you mentioned about like, uh, finding yourself, seeing mm -hmm. yourself in the story. Mm -hmm. Right. And in order for you to see yourself in that, you also have to be that empathy has to come in mm -hmm. and, and a lot of these organizations are not really sharing stories of these kids who have been one affected and how they've been, uh, you know, like who they were before they came in mm. and what their journey has been. 
you know, I think that's a big piece to this that will really help people uh, build empathy mm. as we're talking about how people relate to breast cancer because, you know, they show these stories before games and stuff like that. So you get to hear. I just think, yeah. well, I was going to say, I, I think that um, there's, okay, so Google goes a long way with this. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes I, I get asked, like, you know, how do I build self-esteem? And it's just like something that you think isn't Googleable, but you can Google it. And I think when it comes to stories as well um, and finding stories about children and informing oneself about um, that, it's Google supplies a lot. Um, there's a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of TED Talks, a lot of stories about children growing up who've now become adults who grew up in the foster care system um, or grew up in an orphanage. Um, there's a there's also a um, quite a number of and documentaries have their place in the and then they don't have their place, but I they are informative in many ways and and there are um, several documentaries about orphanages in in various places around the world, and that's not to yeah. say that they tell all the stories um, for every orphanage out there, but um, but yeah, that is a is a solid place to start. Um, just yeah. informing oneself of what is currently available of research. I think there there is a it's an important piece to go out and see what's on the ground. And when I was fourteen and and then when I turned 18, actually seeing um, and having experiences, direct experiences, um, it, it, um, it made me very aware. And, and when I think about how young I was to be made aware of that, but just even that's shocking. But then to know that the children were even younger than me who were experiencing these realities, I think those are, you know, on the ground, if you're going to support uh, an organization to understand on the ground what is happening, I think is an important piece. I'm not, I'm not trying to encourage a bunch of traveling, particularly now. Um, but uh, um, I do think that, you know, make again, again, it goes back to making those connections. So just giving the dollar. Um, and I recognize there's a whole heck of a lot of organizations out there to constantly know about but i think when it if you know if you're listening to this like you're listening to your passion and you're understanding yourself in the story um to know what is currently going on by making connections um like i didn't quite understand uganda until you and i made a connection and we had a conversation and i understood it from your experience and so um yeah, building those relationships are incredibly important for anyone who is trying to um, engage with this issue. Yeah, um, I know one of the mantras of uh, of the foundation is uh, we don't only talk about problems. Mm -hmm. We actually put our minds together and we start solving this. So mm -hmm. if you're listening to this show right now, uh, if you're listening to this podcast right now, I, we, we have a contact us form on the site, jaef.foundation, and you can go on there and you can send us an email about this problem, child orphans, and start sharing your ideas with us. And we are very serious on starting to move in on this problem. I think we can start 
to impact it by connectivity. A lot of it is uh, uh, infrastructure that we can start putting together, even remotely. So uh, you're not limited. Don't be. Don't be. Don't feel like you you are limited by whatever part of the world you're listening to this from. Uh, just reach out to us on the foundation. Uh, you can contact us. There's several submission forms there, and we will get in touch with you and we'll also connect you with Melissa and yeah, we'll get rocking on this problem. Yeah. It's, yeah. You, you have really created the empathy just listening to, to your passion about this problem and, and how we should look at it has really created empathy in me. And I'm already starting to think like we, we need to roll up our sleeves, <laughs> but that's, that's one of, that's the, that's the goal of, of, of the podcast is to, bring such awareness and then say, hey, we, we're not just going to talk about it and just leave the problem hanging. It's like, okay, now can we put our resources, time, whatever we have available to us to start solving this problem? Mm. Um, Melissa, it's been a pleasure, an honor to have someone who's really passionate about this problem, you know, break it down for us. And I'm really excited that uh, the next time we have you back on here. We will have some uh, progress to share with our listeners. Yeah, that sounds great to me. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Take care. You too. This concludes our first interview with our guest, Melissa Zacharias. Melissa is the founder of Ask Connected, an organization focused on solving the problem of child orphans. We hope we've opened your eyes to the problem of child orphans. If this interview has inspired you to get involved, contact us through jf.foundation, that is jaef.foundation, and we'll follow up with the next steps on how you can be involved through Melissa's organization. Stay tuned for the next interview on this subject and more updates from our guest, Melissa. Your host for today was Calvin Kabanda. Thanks for listening. It's a hard road to heaven We call on your blessings In the Father we put our faith King of the kingdom Our demons are trembling Holy angels defending In the Father we put our faith A lot of damaged souls, I done damaged those and then my arrogance took a camera pose Caught with a trunk of Barry Manilow's They sing a different tune when the slammer close From the concrete grew a rose They give you rape talk, I give you faith talk Blindfolded on this road, watch me faith walk Just hold on to your brother when his faith lost mm.